Hello, friends. Welcome to The Safe Haven. I'm your host, Amanda Lytle. This is going to be a slightly different kind of episode, but I wanted to touch base as the year wraps up. So if you're new here, hello, I'm so happy you're here. Let me tell you a bit about The Safe Haven. The Safe Haven is a podcast that offers a collection of conversations about life's challenges and the pivots that we make in order to keep moving forward. I've learned a lot this year and I wanted to share that as I evolve and expand as a person and as a podcast host, I've learned that creating a safe space is nearly impossible. I don't know what topics or stories may trigger my listeners, but I hold space with love and intention and honor the bravery that it takes not only to be here, but to share the stories with others. Thank you so much for being here. I would like to begin this podcast by acknowledging that I'm recording from the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territories of the interior Salish people, in particular, the Sinaiaxt, on whose territory I work and live. So I wanted to start this wrap-up 2021 podcast year with a podcast that's just short, sweet, from my heart to yours, lots of thank yous included. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in week after week. Thank you for following along online, for sharing with your friends, oh, just for sharing this space with me. It means so much. It certainly has been a year. I see you. I understand where you're at. I may not be where you are right now, but I've had a year too. So from my heart to yours, keep going. You can do this. We're wrapping up another shit show year and we're going to enter another that we have no idea what's going to happen in and and that's okay. And I guess that's part of the beauty of it too, is we really have absolutely no idea what's coming. We just have now and then now and then now. We don't know what's going to happen in 10 minutes from now. And I know that it's hard to wrap our heads around that, but here we are. Here we are right now. I had a couple of people reach out and say, hey, so you did a story on Instagram and you were sharing your new lesson about being able to cook the perfect hard-boiled egg. (laughs) So I thought it would be fun to share that with you today. (laughs) So, okay, the perfect eggs. You ready? First, you have your eggs at room temperature. Room temperature, I'm not sure why, but it matters. You have a pot of water, lots of water and bring it to a rolling boil, like it is losing it in the pot. Okay, then slowly, I I, <laughs> I know sometimes that when you drop an egg in the pot, it cracks and then it makes just a, such a disastrous mess. So I turn them lengthwise in my thumb and finger and I like twist them so that they like, I don't know, it works for me, okay? So then I quickly put all of my eggs in And then I set the timer for 13 minutes. If you like them a little bit softer, maybe start with 10. I would also suggest just playing around with your timing anyway. But 13 minutes works for me. Then you don't have to watch them, of course. But when it gets down that you've got like a minute or two left, create an ice bath in a big bowl of water. Lots of water, bunch of ice cubes, and get ready with tongs or a little scoopy thing that has a hole in the bottom of the spoon so that you can like bring out your eggs from the pot. I use tongs. Personally, I use rubber-ended tongs. Take out your eggs ASAP, put them in the ice bath and leave them. Let them cool down and then you peel them and they peel so perfectly. Let me tell you, I have not had a green yolk layer since I've done this and I just figured it out and I'm so excited. So now you know. And then I also had people ask about my eggnog recipe. So 
for a variety of reasons, I have been trying really hard. I am 100% addicted to sugar. I will admit that. I have been for the majority of my life. I've been in and out of this relationship with it. And obviously over the holidays, it's hard to avoid. Uh, Yep. I guess it's a little bit easier now that I'm out here and I'm not actually physically with my family, which is really hard to talk about. So I'm probably not going to talk about it right now. But for the Christmas holidays, I'm not surrounded by all of these delicious baked goods that my family provides. (laughs) So I'm actually more in control of it, I guess, until we get gifts given to us and I've actually noticed that a lot of chocolates that we end up with this year are re-gifts and I'm so all about that. Also, because let me tell you why I'm all about that. Because then it doesn't go to waste. It's going to end up in the hands of someone who's going to eat it. And thrifting, not that you thrift chocolate, (laughs) that's kind of weird, but what we had done this year was we had a max budget of $100 and gifts were to be thrifting only. So not buying brand new anything, it had to be thrifted. And it was so fun. I had a great time personally doing it. So I would highly recommend doing that in the future. Great time. Okay, eggnog. I'm getting somewhere. (laughs) My squirrel brain is going a million miles a minute right now. I'm kind of excited. So eggnog. Obviously, you have to be very careful doing this because you don't want scrambled egg soup. Like that would just be gross. So six egg yolks. And so for anyone who's never pulled an egg yolk out of an egg, if you crack the egg and you slowly break it apart so that you're kind of holding half and half and it's enough to allow the egg white to kind of slowly start, you can literally dump the yolk back and forth, back and forth between the two half shells and then you have the yolk by itself. It's kind of cool how it separates. So you want six egg yolks, three cups of milk. This can even be oat milk, almond milk, whatever kind of non-dairy milk you want or lactose-free milk. I've tried it with a couple of different things and it works. I recognize as well that depending on where you're at with dairy, I mean, we are having egg yolks. So it just kind of depends on where you're at. And then for the sweetener, uh, you could do half a cup of sugar. I haven't tried it with brown sugar. I didn't have any. I'm sure you could try that. Uh, Or it suggested a third of a cup of maple syrup. Again, haven't tried that. Didn't have any. I had run out because I kind of like to have that in my coffee and it's so delicious. So that. And then... So what you do is you slowly back up. The best thing you can actually do is put the egg yolks into a little bowl. I actually put it into our two cup measuring cup and then you put the sugar in there and then you whisk it together so that it's all mixed and mashed. And then because you need three cups of dairy, I actually pour a cup of, you don't need three cups of dairy, you need three cups of a milk. And then you put um, one cup of it into the cup that you have your sugar and your egg yolks in because then you can kind of clean the cup (laughs) whatever clean the cup bowl whatever at the same time and then slowly bring all of it so the three cups of whatever milk you're using the six egg yolks mashed up into whatever sugar or sweetener you've decided to use it's all mixed together and then you slowly slowly warm it up and whisk it on and off I personally just kind of sit there and I guess I'm standing and then I whisk it slowly the whole time again because you don't want like a scrambled egg soup because if you heat it up too quickly obviously the eggs are going to cook in it and that's just gross so slowly slowly warm it up and then you want it to be about 70 degrees celsius you definitely don't want it to be boiling but you want it to be hot but not again not boiling (laughs) you don't want bubbling eggnog and then once you've had it there and you've whisked it at that temperature let's say 13 to 15 minutes This is the fun part because this is where you get to add in the seasonings of choice. I personally like lots of nutmeg and lots of cinnamon, but again, you can add that into taste 
and then you let it cool and then you have it on ice. And if you want to put in a spice drum, by all means, put in a spice drum. Delicious. Okay. So speaking of having some fun in the kitchen, I also wanted to acknowledge the intentional pullback that I had mentioned on numerous podcast episodes, actually, but more specifically the ones that I was talking to my friend Jennifer, my co-pilot for the road trip segment, and had been talking about how I had been very much in a survival mode since March of this year after my partner had fractured his spine. It's been a year. We'll leave it at that. But the intentional pullback. So after... September, October, and then even into November had slowed down. I couldn't believe how wrapping up a book called She Lives Her Truth. So for those of you that are listening that were aware of the book that I wrote in last year called She Moves Mountains, I had accepted a role as a lead author writing in a book called She Lives Her Truth. And so we've officially submitted the manuscript and you will hear all about that next year. But in a mentorship role, I had 13 authors that I was working with. And so Having pulled back intentionally going into the month of November, it was still very busy helping out these incredible women write their chapters, but I'm so incredibly excited for you to read what they've written and to potentially have a copy of the book yourself. So very, very cool. But going into December, uh, it's been really good. It's been really, really good. Of course, it's still busy because I think that between that just being my natural state of just go, go, go and my own coping mechanism when things get stressful, I tend to just take a lot on. But I'm so aware of it. I'm so freaking self-aware. So I had taken on some supply teaching days so that I could help at a local school that I knew was down some staff. And then going into the holidays, it's been really nice. So heading into January, believe it or not, I have no recordings. And I've done that intentionally too because I have so much content to edit that this just means January is going to be a little bit of supply teaching and lots of editing. And I'm so excited about it. Ah, So I wanted to share that with you too, that the intentional pullback is so necessary. And that was so beautifully, I guess like it was like a cherry on top. It was just so beautifully articulated in, oh, because another thing that I've done, I'll share this with you. Actually, this is a cool story. I will share the whole thing. So Over a year ago, I had heard a podcast and Kylie McBeath was on it. And if you know anything about Mark Groves or Kylie McBeath, they are now fiancés, they're engaged. And Kylie has numerous programs and courses, one in particular that I had heard about over a year ago that is called Anchored. And everything about it, I was like, oh my goodness, this is something that I need. And even then I felt like I needed it then more than ever. I'd missed the sign up. So I was like, I'll just go for the next one. Next time this comes out, maybe it'll be better timing. And somehow I had missed it. (laughs) So, okay. So I thought, well, it's going to be coming around again. You know, people are raving about this. And it was just always in the back of my mind. And I never really spoke it out loud, but it was always something that I knew I wanted to do. So in November, there was an author in the book and she lives her truth. And I wanted someone else, just a fresh set of eyes to read through what I had written I invited my friend Jennifer to read, different Jennifer, not Jennifer, my co-pilot, different Jennifer. (laughs) Anyway, so I brought in a different Jennifer into my space and I asked her to read my chapter and a lot of what was shared in it, she just was sharing with me, you know, this is so close to so many things, so paralleled and aligned with where I've been and I'm really excited for you. And in this conversation, I had said, you know, what helped with your own growth and expansion? And she told me about this course that she'd taken with Kylie McBeath over a year ago. 
called Anchored. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're not going to believe this. So we talked about that. And then she said, I don't know when a 3.0, like an Anchor 3.0 will happen, but I really think you should do it, Amanda. I think that it would be everything that you want and need. And it just sounds so, so perfectly suited for you. Okay. So I said to Jen, I said, take this as my verbal promise that whenever this Anchored 3.0 opens, I'll do it. I will commit. I will do it for myself. I will do it for the greater good ultimately because the better I am, the better those around me can be too. And then the next morning I wake up and I have an email from Kylie McBeath that says that Anchored 3.0 has opened for early registration. So newsflash, I've signed up. (laughs) I signed up. I've been so excited about it. And it doesn't actually start until halfway through January, but on solstice, so on December 21st, we had a get together, a gathering, and it was a tea circle and it was incredible. It sounds interesting. Like even if I was to say this to you, that we sat on Zoom listening to meditative music, not talking together while drinking tea, just in each other's presence via Zoom. And we each just drank our own respective cups of tea. And Kylie was encouraging us to really just to develop a relationship with our tea and to create a little ritual and a ceremony with that and encouraged us to move forward taking, you know, 20, 25 minutes a day to just sit. Because sitting in silence, I I know a lot of people have a really difficult time meditating, but even simply drinking a cup of tea or a cup of coffee by yourself in silence allows your mind to think and to wander and it's incredible where it goes. So that was amazing and it was just such a beautiful reminder that with this intentional pullback, I can make 25 minutes to sit. I can make 25 minutes to write. I can make 25 minutes to enjoy my tea while looking out the window. I just need to do it. So that. And as I wrap up this little morning chit chat with you, excited about the holidays and about what's coming because who knows what's coming in 2022. I wanted to recap on the word that I had carried into 2021. The word that I'd carried into 2021 was intention. And of course, there are still times that I need to practice speaking with intention and reflecting with intention and choosing with intention. I'll need to continue practicing that so often, but what a beautiful thing to have carried through 2021, going into conversations with intention and speaking up with intention and not speaking with intention, you know, choosing where to go and who to see and and where my energy should go with intention. And so now reflecting on this year, it's certainly been a challenging one. You know, I know it has been for all of us. It has been for me. And that I've decided the word that I will carry with me into 2022 is expansion. And on so many levels in business and personally, just my own personal development and growth and expansion and the lens of compassion that I'm so committed to allowing to grow and increase in size, the conversations that I'm willing to have, the discomfort I'm willing to sit in, the healing I want to explore, all of this is essentially leading to my own expansion. And I'm inviting you to do the same. Turning inwards, facing our wounds and our traumas is really, really tough work. But it's yours. It's yours. And one of the most beautiful things that I heard this year about self-love was ultimately you can't love yourself unless you love the dark, yucky bits too. So I invite you to do the same. 
to dig deep, turn inward, find the yucky, find the sticky, find the dark, and sit there. Ask questions. It can be really tough. But again, that's you. That's you. That's your story. And if you're lucky enough to have the support in a way of therapy, or you have someone that you feel really, really safe and comfortable talking to, jump in. Jump into a conversation with them. Open up. Okay, my friends, I'm going to actually go and finish my tea and I'm going to try and read a book. I'm going to try my best to switch off and not succumb to what I have always hanging above me as a to-do list. I'm just going to put it aside for today and sink in to my book and to the quiet and to the couch, more literally. I'm definitely going to sink into the couch. We can do this, friends. The world is a wild place right now, but we can do hard things and we can move forward together. Thank you so much for being here. Of course, this wouldn't be a podcast if I wasn't asking you or reminding you to leave a rating or to write a review. So if you're able to do so, that actually helps this podcast out immensely. And okay, last thing for real. Someone had asked me, well, how do I even do that? Chances are you have access to an iPhone, whether it's your own or whether it's someone that you know. (laughs) And if you go... There's this cute little purple app and it has little circly things and it has an eye in the middle and it says podcasts underneath it. If you go there and you go to the search and you type in the safe haven, there's a little plus on the top right hand side, which allows you to follow. And then if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, you will see these five empty little stars. And if you tap the one on the right, it submits a five-star rating. It is literally that easy. And if you're interested in writing a review, again, those go a long way. It helps listeners and podcasters understand that we are a legitimate podcast, that I am a legitimate person, and that the content is worth listening to. And if you feel that way and you can share that, it means the world to me. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year. Wishing you the best. And I love you.